Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Teach, Create, Innovate podcast. I'm Lauren Tennyson. I'm a first year fifth grade teacher. This podcast will be dedicated to following my journey of being a teacher and discussing the many topics that come with education. Like many first year teachers, the feelings are full of excitement, but also lots and lots of nerves. There are lots of questions that are circling through my head all the time. What do I need to get from my classroom? How do I start the first few days of school? What kind of student management system do I want to run? Will other teachers like me? Will the students like me? There are a lot of unknowns going into teaching for your first year, and especially this year. While a lot of these questions I cannot say I have the answers to, but what I can say is that by asking my principal, teaching partners, and using outside resources, I've been able to gather some ideas of where to begin. Here is some background for you all. When I interviewed for the position that I am now, it was all remote. My interview was through Microsoft Teams. On top of that, I had never seen the school and it was also three hours away from where I live. As soon as I got hired, I immediately started to plan and gather things for my classroom. But I often found myself wondering, what do I really need? Are there things that I should be getting but haven't thought of? This is where I decided to create a teacher Instagram account to be surrounded by the teacher community on Instagram and to be constantly exposed to new new resources and ideas. That is where the, the name Teach, Create, Innovate all began. Since then, I have been able to talk with other teachers on Instagram and I've been able to visit the school and my classroom while I'll be teaching in the fall. So when I asked the teacher community on Instagram, as well as my teaching partners at the school I will work at, I received pretty similar responses on what I needed to get from my classroom. My teaching partner said that the student supplies will all be taken care of, and all I really needed were the items that I felt that would make my job easier for myself. I got a lot of responses to make sure that I start small and to gradually build up my classroom. They made it very clear that there's no need to go out and buy every little thing and to also not feel the pressure to have that Pinterest perfect classroom that we all want but is very difficult to obtain. There were some specific suggestions to get and they were white whiteboard markers, cardstock paper, books, a personal laminator, and a good cleaner, which we all know we're really going to need this year. While I was lucky enough to have had a teach, student teaching experience that was great, and I even was able to substitute teach from this past January till March when COVID hit, I'm still nervous about making sure I'm doing the right things for prepare and while I'm teaching. I know that I'll get into a rhythm when school gets back in session, but it's just a matter of getting there. I've asked for advice for first-year teachers from several other teachers, and the biggest suggestion was to never be afraid to ask questions. My first year teaching will always have a lasting impression on my career and life, but I think it will be even more impactful due to COVID. This school year will look different than what we are normally used to, and it will look different in each school. Some schools will be in the classroom every day, some will be doing a hybrid model, and there's others that will be strictly online, at least for a good chunk of the year. For my school, we have gone from the normal five days a week to only four days for the students, and then the fifth day, a Friday, will be for the teachers to plan and communicate with families. Our district has not yet decided exactly which model we will be implementing in the fall in terms of being in or out of the classroom. However, I can see the district leaning more towards a hybrid model, but I suppose time will tell. Knowing that the potential to be online in some capacity will be high, I've been on the lookout for programs and platforms that make the online learning environment a little more interactive and enjoyable and let's just say more fun. 
I'm going to go over a few of my favorites, and I'll make sure to link them in the description of the episode so you all have access to use and explore these. The first program I'm going to talk about is called Kylo EDU, and this is a collaborative classroom discussion and debate platform, so students have to really learn how to form arguments within this program. So, for example, the teacher starts the debate with a question, and the question could be, should zoos be abolished? And since the teacher has posed the question, the students have to go in and answer and compose their arguments for either side of, yes, they should be abolished, or no, they should not be abolished. And from there, the students can expand on their own arguments or on other students' arguments through this pro and con concept. And it ends up sort of looking like a concept map. And students and teachers also have the ability to comment on other points made in the discussion, um, which allows for a really collaborative discussion and debate. But there's also this voting tool within this program, and it allows for students to vote on the arguments that they feel are the strongest formed. And when the voting happens, Kylo EDU is able to create an organized discussion based from the strongest argument to like the lowest argument uh, for both sides of pros and cons and I think this is a great way to have a class discussion especially if you are distant teaching and learning if you are interested in participating in a discussion I've created one with the question of what will the 2020 to 2021 school year look like I'll make sure to post the link in the description of this episode some other tools I like to use are the Google applications, so like Google Classroom, Google Slides, Google Docs, all those fun things. And I know many of you have used these and, and know of them, but I want you to think about how have you been using them. Are you using them interactively? Are you using them to get students to really participate in what you're teaching through them? Because sometimes when we use these programs, it can be dull and, and students go, don't get as much as they, what they could get out of them through them and so I recently found out that you can make interactive bitmoji classrooms and to those of you who don't know what a bitmoji is they're like little animated versions of yourself that you can create and use and bitmoji has a chrome extension so using them is incredibly simple and so within these interactive classrooms you have full control over what your classroom looks like what you want to include it in it and what you don't want to include in it and all you have to do is use google images to find furniture and other items you would like in your classroom so essentially it looks like a little animated classroom through google slides um, what makes it interactive is that you include links to objects within your classroom and it will take the student to that link when they click on it so let's say that you want your students to participate participate in an online discussion through kylo edu you can put the Kylo EDU logo on a computer or iPad picture in the interactive classroom and attach the link to the Kylo EDU discussion board on the logo. And so when the student clicks on the logo, it automatically takes them to that discussion board. I, I think since so many teachers and students are not used to being in an online teaching and learning environment, we tend to crave as much normalcy of a normal classroom as possible. So I think having this fun interactive classroom setting can bring some of that normalcy and fun back into the situation. Um, I will include the link to my version of my interactive emoji classroom. Please feel free to use what I have created or use it for inspiration. I love these. They are so fun and I think our students will enjoy them just as much as we do. The last program I'm going to talk about is called Code Studio, and Code Studio is through code.org. 
The ability to code and to use computer applications and programs are becoming more and more relevant, especially to our students in their lives. Um, and oftentimes, I think that they can grasp the concepts and learning of technology much quicker and oftentimes better than us as adults. And so through code.org, they offer coding courses that are organized by grade level. And they also bring in relevant activities that kids are already participating in, like Minecraft. On top of the courses that they have already created, and each course is about 20 hours of material. But if you don't have enough time to really get into a big course, they've also created several tutorial lessons and they're much shorter and they're called Hour of Code. And the, there's a ton of them and students can pick what really interests them. And something that I think is really neat about this resource is that there is the ability to create a teacher account. And through this teacher account, you can get access to teacher community forums. So you can talk with other teachers and bounce ideas off of them and figure out what they're doing and share what you're doing. And then there's also the ability to sync the programs to your class roster through Google Classroom or Clever. And that allows you to track your students' progress and also gives you the ability to print out these cute little reward certificates. Um, but I was able to look at the fifth grade course a little bit and dabble in it, and I thought it was really fun, and I could easily see how elementary students could really enjoy this program. These are just a few of my favorite tools, but I am really curious what your favorite tools to use are. Feel free to use the voice message tool through Anchor or reach out to me on my Instagram page. I'd love to hear from you. Remember to always ask questions and utilize your resources. We teachers, and especially as first-year teachers, are in this together. We can do it. That's all for this episode of the Teach, Create, Innovate podcast. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Teach, Create, Innovate to keep up with all my new discoveries and my journey as a first-year teacher. See you later, you guys.